today's challenges with yesterday's experiences. Senior Wisdom is your opportunity to take in wisdom gained by our elderly population and apply this insight to your own life. It's a time machine of sorts, sending you back to challenges of pre-millennia days and places that stretch across the globe. At 84 years young and a tall 6 foot 2 inch healthy set of bones, Lowell Robinson reminisces his early years working on the family farm. There were no tractors, only horsepower, and on top of that, Lowell had to do most of his work by hand. Horses pulled the hay to the barn. Once at the barn, Lowell would hoist the hay up and into the barn. Probably the best fuel for those hard-working days was his grandma's lunches, the best lunches around. At the end of the day, Lowell walked away with a hard-earned dollar and satisfaction of a job well done. When 14 years old and in high school, Lowell had contacted the local ranchers and found out that they could use a hand baler. It would really make life easier for everyone. Well, Lowell and his dad took a drive one day down to Marysville, California, and then over to Reno, Nevada to buy the vehicles they would use to assemble a solution to the rancher's hay issues. He and his dad used their heads and hands to make an improvement on this important need. Making a buck requires looking for an opportunity, but really listening to people. Somebody always needs something. Everything is possible. Lowell says, be the first one to wake up each morning and the last one to go to bed. Senior Wisdom is ready to share another golden nugget. So adjust the volume on your laptop or handheld device and soak into a conversation with Lowell Robinson. Lowell, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm, the longer it goes, the more fun I'm having. <laughs> Well, if I could, I believe you're around eight and you're 84 years old and you are just going strong. Well, my health is pretty good and I enjoy, I leave the house every morning at 5.30 and generally get home by 5 anymore. I do get, I quit early. You know, a lot of people are probably wondering, how do you do that at that age to have, to be as rambunctious as you are? I mean, I remember one day you came up to my place delivering some wood and I expected some young whippersnapper to jump out of that cab and, and he was young at heart, that's for sure, and, uh, and dumped that load. I mean, you, you've been uh, really at it for a long time and you have quite a successful business here too. Why don't you share with us your first job? I mean, how'd you get into, into just the work ethic that you have? Your, your work ethic is really strong, it seems. What's, what was that first job all about? My first job was down on the ranch, uh, and of course, when I grew up, we only had uh, horsepower. We had no tractors or anything like that. So when we did our haying in the summertime or in the spring and first of the summer, all our haying was done by hand uh, yeah, or horses. Horses mowed the hay, they pulled the rakes, they pulled the wagon. So when they pulled the wagon to bring the hay into the barn, my grandfather said, well, if you'll drive the hay, the hay wagon, and then when the hay wagon gets into the barn, if you'll unhook one horse and go in and hook it up to a cable that pulls the hay up into the barn, I'll give you a dollar a day. So that was my job. And there were long days. We put in long days, but we generally had real good lunches. My grandmother made good lunches for us. <laughs> was that up here in Grass Valley? Or no, did you have down to go in Penn all the way Valley. Down? 
Oh, down in Penn Valley. And in okay. Springs. Oh, okay. So where more what we have today are, are vineyards and lots of uh, horses and things like that. Did they have a lot of pastures down there at that oh, time? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was all pasture land. And uh, my grandfather also run a great hay dairy. And uh, it uh, there seemed like there was always work to do. And uh, I would uh, drive the hay wagon and... Uh, Unhook the horse when we got it into the barn full of hay, and we'd. My dad run a was called a Jackson Fort, that would go into the hay on the wagon, and they'd yell at me, and I'd pull the horse and had a cable on it, and I'd pull that hay up into the barn on a track and dump it in the barn loose hay, that we used for the winter for the cattle. At the end of the day, we're used. Still, I mean, were there other things to do? Did you have to feed the cattle? Uh, no, like I that? I was pretty lucky. Uh, I got to live with my grandparents after I was six years old because our house burnt down and there wasn't enough room in the little house for all our family. So I got to move in with my grandparents and live in the big uh, ranch house down there with my grandmother. And uh, I think she kind of spoiled me. How many? Well, she must have fed you well because you're what? Are you six five? I mean, oh no, you're a big fella, oh you know? no, it's six two. But I think I've shrunk a half inch now. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, do you have other siblings? Well, yeah, I had a brother, and then I had two half brothers, two, and they all worked on the ranch, and uh, we uh, just did that, and uh, it was a way for me to always have. What do I want to say? A few dollars in my pocket. Well, you started really young, but uh, you found the value of, of doing good work. It probably it was good for your body as well. <laughs> well, it seemed like it was always nice if I did want to, when we did come to town, of which wasn't very often, to have some money in my pocket if I wanted to buy some gum or candy. I could always do that uh, and share it with some of my friends that I had. So really, that was sort of the gold nugget at the end of this thing. By working so hard, you were able to share some fun stuff, not only with yourself, but with, uh, with others as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had, uh, I, we get, didn't get to come to town very often because dollars were short when I grew up. But when we did, we always used to go out to Memorial Park and play. I always remember I tried to take the swings away from one of the girls. When well, that's I, not a good thing. Well, I thought I was going to do that, but that girl was quite a bit bigger than I was, and by the time she got through sitting on top of me, pounding on me a little bit, I decided that I was going to be more careful how I talked to the bigger girls. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, some things you don't learn on the job, but you, you learn off the job. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> all part of learning. Right. As you developed, got a little older, and started, how did you end up starting to work for other people other than the family? Well, when I was going to high school, we did all this haying all by hand. I contacted the ranchers and I said, uh, shouldn't we have a hay baler? And everybody said, yeah, we could bale hay if, we had, if somebody had a hay baler. So I talked my dad into, uh, we went to Marysville and bought a case hay baler that you had to pitch all the hay in by hand with a pitchfork. You pitched it in the okay. baler and it bailed the hay. And we couldn't pull it very easy with uh, anything, so I bought an army half track. Paid $700 for it. 
I took all the armor off of it and I used that half track to pull the hay baler around the different ranches and then the ranchers had extra hay. So I decided that uh, I would buy their extra hay and I would sell that hay to uh, somebody else that needed the hay. Uh, what was your age at that time? Oh, 14. Oh, you were really 14. young when you did this. So, and actually, before I bought the half track, I wanted a truck. So my dad and I went to Reno, Nevada, and we bought an Army 6x6 up there, I think. We paid $750 for it, I think, that uh, truck. And I had a driver's license when I was 13 years old. And uh, I drove the truck out of Reno when I was 14 years old and brought it back and uh, we lengthened out the frame at a shop in Grass Valley and I put a flatbed on it so I would, after we bale the hay, I would put the hay on the flatbed that the rather ranchers did not need and I would sell it to different ranches that didn't have the hay and I always made a few extra dollars in my pocket <laughs> by doing that. You were really productive back then. What did your your friend say when you were off on some venture somewhere? Well, I always got my friend to help me for not uh, not paying him very much. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. So you got them involved. But, uh, well, you had to make profit. Okay. And one of the things I did in the wintertime, even before I got the truck, I would take an Indian we had working for us and I'd borrow my dad's truck and we would get up at two o'clock in the morning and go to Marysville and get a load of hay and I'd bring it back to the ranch and then I'd jump in the car and go to school and then after school I'd give a couple of my, my friends a couple of dollars for me to help me unload that hay so I got lots of help without doing it myself and always had a few dollars when I went to high school. What sounds like the golden nugget in this conversation is really learning how to make a buck. Yeah. Applying yourself, moving forward with a good ethic. Is that, would you say that's it? Yeah, all you had to have is an idea or hear of something that you could take advantage of it and uh, make life a little better for yourself. You could, you could better yourself. All you had to do is try a little bit. I mean, it was all, there was always something available if you made yourself available to do it. Well, it seems that not only did you make life better for yourself, but you employed other people. So you made life better for other people, too. Over the years, yeah, we've hired a lot of people, and uh, it's been very good. Uh, I've had always said I always smart enough to hire people that were smarter than myself. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds like a good attribute to be able well, to have to, and to that, be able to do that. That worked good. <laughs> oh, that's great. So now let's take that work ethic and let's bring it into the today's world the way it is today. How, how would you apply the, the strengths, the stuff that was on the inside of you? And what would you suggest to people uh, listening today to uh, maybe apply this, this stuff? How, how would you get them motivated? What would you say? Just look for an opportunity. And the opportunities really are all over the place if you really want to apply yourself to a need that you've seen something else that somebody needed something that you could prove that you could do it for them. And if you did prove that you could do it for them, 
it generally worked out for yourself. Really, it sounds like you look at things with an open mind and consider everything? Anything. Yeah, okay. Anything. I mean, really wasn't very smart in school. I had to go through the fifth grade twice. But I did learn to add and subtract. <laughs> I didn't learn to spell very good, but I did learn by going through the fifth grade trace. I, my teacher uh, did teach me that. And well, you I, found somebody else to hire that could spell better than you. Yes, yes. <laughs> what well, sounds like the good imagination, the uh, coming up with new thoughts, uh, new ways to solve problems, uh, that was exercised through your efforts too. So uh, how do you encourage people to do that? What, what's your recommendation to everybody? Just look for something and agree to start earlier in the morning and apply yourself and uh, stay a little bit later than anybody else to prove that you can do it or your ideas are probably better than somebody else's because you're there longer to prove that uh, you could make life better for them too. Well, that sounds like good advice, but one last question. How early is early? I try to leave the house right now every morning at 5.30. And I come down here around the yard and uh, look around and then uh, some of the other owners and myself have breakfast down at the local restaurant at 6 o'clock and we try to get out of there by 6.30 to head for another opportunity that is just around the corner if you go look. Okay, listeners, you heard what time to set the alarm. Well, Lowell, I think you're very encouraging. Thanks a whole bunch. Okay, well... It's really easy to do if you'll apply yourself, and, but it takes a lot of work. Over the younger years, there was lots and lots of long, long, long days, but some days uh, you never even got any sleep at night, but you applied yourself so you were ready to do something better the following day. Mm -hmm.